Blog Talk Radio.
watching this, the government is at war with you, and they want you exterminated, and they control the science funding, which means there will never be money for any genetic science of the food supply to uncover this truth if it were there. It would be covered up like everything else has been covered up this entire time. Just like the Tuskegee experiments covered things up in the 1930s. Nothing has changed except the technology is more advanced. The covert technology is more covert. The number of vectors through which they can kill you and cause you to have no children, cause you to have spontaneous abortion, the number of vectors is increasing. You are being targeted, and like I said earlier, to some extent we're all being targeted. But black people are being targeted more than anyone else. They don't. Right. I mean, none. Uh, and am I right in suggesting that a medicine, by definition, is something which contains synthetic molecules, something that, that is registered, patented, and put into the market as a medicine? Absolutely. Right. So what I'm learning from you, Dr. Young, is that a quadrillion-dollar enterprise um, is at work amongst us decimating, culling the human family. Intentionally. Intentionally, using synthetic molecules, which by design are, are cancer, AIDS, all of it's, those uh, for, the, yeah, it's a, for the purpose of sterilization and, and population control, there's too many people on the planet we need to get rid of, in the words of Bill Gates, at least three billion people need to die. So we'll just start off in Africa. We'll start doing our research there and we'll eliminate, eliminate most, most of the Africans because they're deplorable, they're worthless, they're not part of this world economy, so they have their rights taken away, and they're suppressed and they're experimented. And the multilateral agencies and the health and regulatory so-called authorities and agencies appear in the main to become weaponized and appear, I again use the word appear advisedly, uh, we're not casting judgments here, we're taking depositions, listening to expert testimonies, um, appear to be weaponized and appear to be uh, working in collusion uh, against the living men and women of the soil. Is that a fair statement? It is. It's, it's not, it's not, uh it's not a bacterial war, it's a systemic poisoning war, and they're using chemical warfare against all of us. Will you please contribute? Say something! You want me to say something? Go on. I'll say something. You. You. You are a virus. You destroy the world. Everything beautiful, you poison. You drag us from our homes. You rape our daughters, murder our sons. You crack our spines and do all you can to break our will. You stab us. Then you put the knife in our hand and tell us it's our fault. And if you don't do it yourself, you stand by, close your eyes, and pretend there's nothing wrong. And then you pray to your God to suffer.
silence our screen so that we can enjoy the happiness that we built for you with our blood. But it's not your fault. It's the only way you know how to be. And the only thing that will change anything is if another virus comes along does to you what you do to us. Um, another virus has got to come and straighten up the matter. That means another virus got to show up, but the virus got to be where you come to the knowledge of yourself. You said, ain't nothing going to happen until another virus comes and you come to the knowledge of yourself. So that's what it is, see. The virus is going to remain on you until, I mean, the virus that you have on right now is miseducation. But it's going to remain on you until you come to yourself and that virus is going to swing to somebody else because they're going to feel the virus once you understand who you are and your responsibility according to this virus. Then you will see a virus, a big-time virus. That's once you um able to make a Bible decision. We'll leave, like, we'll leave it just like that, and we'll go and find one of them young lines and bring them on stage for take number five. Of me. We're doing a series called The Black and Beautiful Children of Israel, the Israelites, part five. I thought yesterday was part five. Okay, part five or part six. So we're just going to... Um, I like that. The virus. He says, he said, you people they know about virus. So the reason why they are virus now is because um, you believe things that the Bible don't support. So I'm, I'm going to leave it like that. Let me find you online, Brother Titus, Israel. And see what we Put on tape number five, six, Bible six. Young line, Brother Titus, tribe of Yadai Israel, one of them up and coming teachers out of Camp One. Hey, Brother Titus, Yahweh bless you there, see you Yahweh bless you there, seer Israel of Seed Roy. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh there, um, Brother Titus. Well, tell you, sometimes when you hear a message on the machine and then you try to play a little bit of it on the run, you're not going to respond to none of it. But uh, I want you to, um, before we get started, I'd like for you to look on your tele- or look on that old one-eyed telephone you got and tell me um, something about Who was on the slave ships? Do they got a picture? Because that big dignitary yesterday say, when you read Deuteronomy 28, it have nothing to do with the Hebrew Israelites, the black Hebrew Israelites. That got something to do with us Jews. Hmm. But he says, so that slave ship don't have nothing to do with hmm. Hebrew Black Hebrew Israelites. So can you all tell me if you just put a 
in your phone. Slave ship. Just put in slave ship. And tell me, do you get a picture? All I want to know is do the picture you get on your telephone slave ships. What do what do the people look like on them slave ships? That's all I want to know. And we're going to tie it in with Deuteronomy 28. But what I want to know, can you able to go in your telephone and pull up the, the slave and just put that in and tell me what face do you see on the slave ships? I want to see will it be uh, the big dignitaries to send this Rabbi Mark or W-I-L-D-E-S out of New York, Manhattan. He said that's his people. That's the Jewish people's experience. So a young lion, brother, I mean, brother Titus, I tell you what, let, let, me, let me get up, uh, make sure you're on the line properly. Brother Titus, Yahweh bless you there, Seer Israel, of Steed Royal. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh there, uh, Brother Titus. Hey, Brother Titus, can you look on your phone and tell me, just by putting in, with the, no agenda, just put in slave ships, and tell me, do you see a picture of the one that was on the slave ship? Do you see a, a picture? And yes, if, you, if you have a picture on it, can you can you explain what you're looking at on that one-eyed Satan telephone, a picture of the slave trade, without putting a name to it? Because the big dignitaries say, I don't know why the black Hebrew Israelites always use Deuteronomy 28 and say that is their slave experience coming to America. He said, that's not true. That's bad teaching, talking about us, us Jewish people. So what kind of faith you got there, young lion? Take your time and, let, and help those say out there come out. Yeah, I'm looking at the images of the transatlantic slave trade images from there. I see, <laughs> I see pictures of us, um, the Negroes, what they call us. With uh, the Europeans uh, whipping us on the cargo sa- on the ships, on the transatlantic slave trips. Oh, okay. But do you see anybody with the prophecy um, on that slave ship? Do you see anybody? And let me see. End time prophecy. Do you see anybody around um, Revelation chapter six, verse four and eight? Uh, Revelation chapter six, verse. And they hold that picture you got and mm-hmm. read, read verse number Revelation chapter 6, verse 4 and 8. Then hold that picture to the scriptures and, and see is it a match. Do it match out. What does it say then? Revelation 6, verse 4 and verse 8. The book of Revelation, chapter 6, verse 4 and verse 8. Revelation chapter 6, verse 4 reads, And there went out another horse that was red, and power was given to him that set thereon to take peace from the earth, and that they should kill one another. And there was given to him a great war. Verse 8 reads, 
And I looked, and behold, a pale horse. For this day that sat on him was death and hell followed with him. And power was given to them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with the sword and with hunger and with death and with the beast of the earth. So the picture that you're looking at, young line, from um, you said power, power was given to the ones that's on that slave ship picture, or was it given to somebody totally different according to end time prophecy? The one that was given the sword, do they favor the ones that's um, in the boat? Or the one that was given power. Help those say out. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what this big dignitary is saying. Um that that means by me looking right at this picture, mm-hmm. it's not what I see. Otherwise it's not what I see. It's not what you see here, Deuteronomy twenty eight, and come up with that's the black Hebrew Israelites. No, seer, that is talking about us. But when I look at you, what do I see? When I look at the big dignitary out of Manhattan, what do I see? Do I see um, Revelation 6, 4, and 8, or do I see the ones in the ship? What do I see? Can you help me out, young man? I mean, I'm kind of confused. I don't know what I'm seeing. You say what I'm what I'm looking at on the picture is is not correct. Help those see out and with that, young man. I'm, I'm gonna sit back and, and see what the young line got to say. Cause according mm-hmm. to this big dignitary, I don't see what I see. You on the clock? Come on. Yes, according to Revelation chapter 6, verse 4 and verse 8, it was probably given to those with the sword the kid, to take peace on the earth. So the power was given to the so-called European people on the slave, on the... Well, well, the power, not, not so. No power was given to the European people. I know because that word is kind of tight. The power was given... Biblically wise, who is that in 6, verse 4 and 8? Biblically wise, and biblically wise, who is that on that ship? Now, because you can't, because the word European is, um, that's a word that is, um, you know, it, it can give you a loop. Right. Uh, stay biblically wise, according to what you just got through reading in Revelation 6, 4 and 8. Biblically wise, who do that fit? Who do that fit biblically wise in Revelation chapter 6, verse 48? And who that fit biblically wise that you see on the ships? Biblically wise, who is these peoples? Biblically. Come on there, young lion. Let me hear what you got to say. Come on. Okay, who is these powers? Wise, okay, who are these powers? Biblically wise on the ships. Okay. So we know the sword 
you get two words, read and swore. So I could read in uh, Genesis chapter 36 or Genesis 25 who that fits by biblically. What are you talking about? You talking about um, Revelation 6, verse 4 and 8? Uh, uh, that what you referring us to? Are you referring to what's written in 6th chapter, verse 4 and 8? Is biblically, is confirmed, confirmed to who, according to Scripture, biblically-wise? Okay, biblically-wise. Okay, you got the horse that was read. Okay, they're given to take peace from the earth. And you got, it was given to him a great sword. So, according to Genesis 27, who they, who, who, whoever blessed with the sword, so we know that uh, Genesis 27, according to his biblical name, I can read in Genesis 27, verse 40 to 41, who the sword is, who he's blessed with and who he's given to. Then I can go to Genesis 25 and point to who the red is. Biblically wise as well, too. So what you're saying, according to Revelation 6, 4-8, you can step back to Genesis 27. So that what you're saying? And, and, and is it a name in Genesis 27, 38-41 that that will say, when you read the end time prophecy of the sixth chapter, verse four and eight, this right here reflects right back to Genesis twenty-seven, verse thirty-eight through forty-one. How about that, young lion? I mean, how that sound? Because we got a name, so when we take uh, Genesis twenty-seven, thirty-eight through forty-one, and then when you read Revelation chapter. 6, verse 4 and 8, these is a match right here. This is talking about a person got a name, and what name again, according to 27th chapter, verse number 28, 38 through 41. Can I get a name on what's going on in Revelation online? Help those see out, because I'm kind of confused, but I know the Bible can unravel anything. So when I read Revelation 6, Who is that referring to by name by using Genesis 27, 38-41? All right, we're going to the book of Genesis, chapter 27, verse 38-41. Genesis 27, verse 38. And Esau said unto his father, You ask for one blessing, my father. Bless me, even me also. Oh, my father, and Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Verse 39. And Isaac, his father, answered and said unto him, Behold, your dwelling should be the fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above. Verse 40. And by this war you should live and should serve your brother, and it should come to pass when you shall have the dominion that you should break his yoke from off your neck. Verse 41. Hold on. Hold that point. Hold that point. So, so now, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering, you know, I mean, if I'm a little bit confused, I know close to 900,000 strong on the international side, 
confused. When you read the entire prophecy of Revelation chapter 6, 4 to 8, immediately I must say that is referring to Esau, the sword man, the brother of Jacob. Can I, can I just say that right away? When they read, when they jump down and read, can I say that right away? By using that scripture, uh, young man. Hallelujah. Okay, good. Now, when I when I look at Deuteronomy 28, and I say that when you read verse 68, immediately by putting the picture, I got to say this is referring to who biblically? The one that you're looking at on your telephone, on the slave ship, I, I have to biblically, biblically say this is referring to who? According to biblically of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? I'll be going to Deuteronomy 28. What is referring to? Picture that you read, you see it on your phone. Uh-huh. Can I, can I immediately say this? This is t- this right here is referring to who biblically? Who is it com- referring to the Jew, the Jewish peoples? Uh, who is that picture you looking at with the scripture of Deuteronomy 20 in your hand? What is this referring to? I mean, how, what a match at? Can you help me out? Mm-hmm. What a match at? Okay, we're going to Deuteronomy 28, verse 68. We're going to Deuteronomy 28, verse 68. And Yahweh shall bring you, bring you, those are the children of Israel, the Israelites. By the it, way, it, they, it, don't, it don't say none of that. It okay. don't say none of that. I mean, read what you see because okay. you have to use a verse. Okay. So it don't say that. Read what okay. you see, the way they're going to read it, uh, education-wise, okay. you read the way you see it, then you must have a verse where we all can read together before you insert that in. So okay. you read it the way you see it. All right, now, do if you have a verse to back it up, then um, I guess we'll step in there and get a verse because we want to see how you handle that. But read Deuteronomy 28, 68 the way you see it, and make the comparison. All right, Deut- read, read it. The book of Deuteronomy 28, verse 68. And Yahweh shall bring you into Egypt again with ships. By the way thereof, I speak unto you. You shall see it no more again. And there shall you be sold unto your enemies for bond men and bond women. And no man shall buy you. Good. Now, the picture you got on your phone, now I need a verse to match up. This is not talking about the Jew, the Jewish peoples. Um, it's not talking about Esau and his five sons, period. But I need to read something that make the connection. So now where would I go and read this connection that the picture you're looking at on your telephone and Deuteronomy 2868, how can I match that up with Scripture? 
How could I do it? What scripture will I go to that confirms that the picture you got and and Deuteronomy 28, 68 is with Jehovah that we can read? Okay. All right. That we can read. Okay. Okay, got Deuteronomy 28, 68. Okay. Mm, that we can read. With that picture you got on your telephone showing that the slave ships is people of color. Mm-hmm. And the big dignitary says that is the Jewish people. But the picture you got on your phone and Deuteronomy 28, how you going to make the connection? You only can do it by the scripture. So what uh-huh. we going to make a mat on that is talking about not the Jewish peoples without having a conversation that we can go read. What can we go read through that picture you got to connect to the Romans 28, 68? What can we go and read? What, what can we read, young line? Up and coming to teach out of camp one. What can we go read to validate that picture and Deuteronomy 28.68 is not talking about the Jewish people. It's not talking about um, well, Jewish people is one of the descendants of the five sons of Esau. It's not talking mm-hmm. about this. Period. What would I go read that at? Huh? What would I go read that? Check it out. Uh, All right. I go read it at? Okay. All right. Okay, I can start off with Genesis, uh, not Genesis, uh, Deuteronomy. I get a name of Deuteronomy uh, chapter 31, verse 1. No, you said Deuteronomy what again? Uh, 31, verse 1. Who is uh, okay. Well, yeah, what, what, do, what do Deuteronomy 30, 31, verse 1? What that what what that say? Remember, we we want to edify the national audience, and the big dignitaries say that's talking about the Jewish peoples. So how will I debunk that scripture-wise without being an argument? Just go read the scripture and take care of business. So what will you go, young line, that we that the national audience can hear hear it read? What will we go to debunk that? I'm going to Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 1. Deuteronomy 31. Okay. And what it say? And Moses went and spake these words unto all Israel. Uh-huh. So Moses went and spake these words in the book of Deuteronomy 31, verse 1, to all Israel. Okay, good. All right. So now, so now we, so we read. Deuteronomy 28.28, according to 31, verse 1, it's talking about who? All Israel. Okay. Now, how about, a, how about another precept with that? Then, how about a precept with that? Now, that's, 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 a, good, that's a good point you got there. Now, now, what about a precept with that? How about a second witness with a precept? Now, you try to debunk the big dignitary out of Manhattan, uh, Mark, a big dignitary. We um, played his message yesterday, 
for those that uh, missed the broadcast yesterday, you hear his message yesterday. So now, so you already read 31 verse 1. I mean, that's, 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 that's a good open statement, 31 verse 1. And uh, can, you give me, can you give me anything else to go with that? Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 1. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 1. Oh, well, well, okay, good. But while you're already in um, and 31, then remember, all you got to do is put verse 30 with it there, young man. Put, put verse 30 with it. All right, Deuteronomy chapter 1. 1 then, well, hold on, hold on, young man. Hold on, hold on. You know, I know you read a raw, but hold on. You read 31 verse 1. I gave you plenty of time. To just now, just put in verse 30, verse 30 with it. What does it say in verse 30? Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 30. And Moses spake in the ears of all the congregation of Israel. Uh-huh. What? The words of this song that today, the words uh-huh. of this song that today were ended. Uh-huh. Okay. So now, so now we got. So, so now you just debunk the big dignitary based upon when you're reading the book of Deuteronomy, it's talking about the children of Israel, the whole congregation of Israel. Now, but you got a picture, a picture. Now, what you're going to do now, you need a picture from the Bible of the whole congregation of the children of Israel. Now you need a picture. So now we need a picture. So where will we go and get a picture at besides um, Amos 9, 7 and 14, verse 2 of Jeremiah? So you now you need a picture to the box the big dignitary. Now you got to have a picture. You identify that the peoples in Deuteronomy 28, 68 is not black Hebrew Israelites. They're not Jew or Jewish people. You identify that, that they is talking about the children of Israel. Now you got to have a matching picture with the picture you got on your phone that you just identified to the national audience. you got to use the scriptures now to identify a picture of the whole congregation of the children of Israel. How about Amos 9, 7? Then go back to Jeremiah 14, 2. Then you'll seal the deal without bumming all around. You just mm-hmm. seal the deal and wait on something next. That's how you do it. Can be bumming around. You got to get at it. You know, they fed up. They had some men a long time ago. They called minute men in the army, I heard, that they used to get in and do something some damage to you real quick and go about their business. That's how you got to do when you come down this book. You got to do some damage mm-hmm. on them and go about your business. Can be bumming all around. So you had a picture, you just, read to the national audience that the slave ships was peoples of color. And you identify the people that in that slave ship was the children of Israel. But you didn't identify what they looked like. Amos 9, 7, and Jeremiah 14, 2. Come on that young line. The book of Amos, chapter 9, verse 7. Are you not as the children of the Ethiopians unto me? O children of Israel, said Yahweh. Have not I brought you? Nah. So, so, so the children of Israel, that's all you want. Children, I'm going to stop right there. The children of Israel, they look more like the Ethiopians than the, the Jews or the Jewish, the Jewish people, don't they? 
They just mm-hmm. got to be. They just got to be compared to over there in Manhattan. Is that what we just got to read now, young line? We don't need the whole story. All we need is the hit. Now, precept at the 14, verse 2. All we don't need the whole story. We need the hit. 14, verse 2 says what? Well, the book of Jeremiah. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 14, verse 2. Judah morning, and the gates are all blameless. They are black unto the ground. That's all we need. So now, now you are put on your case with no problem. See, you see, see, I need you to pull teeth to get these things out. I mean, right away, just go right in now. And that's what the big broadcast is about tomorrow. That you young lions gonna be. You got to be able to be able to get rid of things real good and go to something else. Don't be following all around. Uh, Following around, taking too long to take care of your business. See, that's what that's what Sam wants to see. Wants to see you get ready. All right, that young line. We're gonna leave that like it is. We're gonna see can we uh, bring another young line on stage and see is he ready to uh, make those seal get happy a little bit? Because it's all about you know the big thing. They talking real big. I mean, they talking real big. They said no, serious. Oh. Hey, y'all, you put that, they tell them, tell them to put that Deuteronomy 28 down because that's talking about us. Well, I respond on, on, on the broadcast about it there. I'm not going to respond now. I just wait until we get on the national audience and we'll respond then, respond then. It looks like to me, Deuteronomy 28:68 is talking about the children of Israel according to Scripture. And they got appearance on them, according to Amos 9, 7, and Jeremiah 14, verse 2. Now, see, you on Cut them up. Slice them up. Waiting on something else. Then when you read Revelation chapter 6, verse 4 and 8, you said, no, this is you right here. And you, is your origin come back to Genesis chapter 27, 20 to 31, then 36, go on and on and on. See, now, this is you if you want to use picture-wise. See? That's all we do. Mm-hmm. Young Lion, Brother Micaiah, Tribe of Yachdah, Judah, another one of them up-and-coming teachers out of Camp 1. Yachwa, be there, see Roy. Yachwa, bless you there. Fear Israel. Oh, see Roy. Hallelujah, Yachwa. Hallelujah, all right, there, young man. Hallelujah, Oh, uh, young man, can you tell us who all carrying this broadcast as we speak right now? Because um, right now we know um, the big dignitary. And just a couple words I want to look at because um, it's a couple words that came. Although we know what these words mean, but we want to. But we come on to, to edify those that need to hear. They say, and then what we do, we'll we won't give a response. We'll give us a, a response on the on the run. You know, we on the broadcast. Let's do it that way, and everybody can hear what you said, and it be no problem what you said. But I want you to look up a word for me, y'all. Line, look up this word called 
and tell me what this word means. Just like young lion just got to looking up slave trade. I mean, slave ships and find out the ones on the slave ship. They was uh, the children of Israel and them dark skinned people. So you you you'll pull it off in grand style. But I want to know what this means right here. O p u s dash d e l says over yeah. O P U S dash D E L. I won't I won't know what this means. You know, I just wanna know what it means to see what what can we pull out on what this means right here and see do this work scripture wise because this is this is some big stuff here, but we don't know nothing about it. It's not in our it's not in our school system. But this word O P U S D E L it got a meaning to it, and I wonder, and we're going to read the definition of this word a little bit later. All right, let's see. D-E-L. Uh, and Mother, uh, hold on. We, we come back here to make a lot of time. See, sometimes, you know, when you when you know when you own something, you just let the best of bump the gums. And, and, and first of all, you want to bring them out in the open. Like the like a cat do a rat, you trick the cat to his hole and force him out in the open field. And once he get him on the open field, then he can step inside his head. You slap that rat inside his head, then he can't run because he'd be dazed before you take his head off. Sometimes that's what you gotta do. First, you gotta get him out there first. See now, get him about it. Get him out no better than Mother E. One of the mothers out of camp one. Hey, Mother E, y'all probably beat you there, C. Royce. Y'all probably bless you, see Israel. Of C. Royce. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mother E. Well, you know, we come on this broadcast. We come to teach, not to be taught. And we'll let the best of them say what they got to say. And we just take a deep breath and, uh, and we'd be like the Marines. 17th chapter, we see it so because um, the peoples of the other races, they have soundly proven they are the children of Israel and, and you the Negroes. As simple as that. If anything, you black Hebrew Israelites, so they don't prove their point. And um, see that to me, we ain't hear nobody can straighten up the, the matter. <laughs> but, but if a first mother but it's a verse, a, a, a mother E, it's a verse. I'm not good for one piece of steel. But it's, it's a verse in Ezekiel tells us something totally different. In Ezekiel, mother, mother E, mm-hmm. it's a verse in and Ezekiel tells us something about a people. And, I mean, I'm struggling right now because I had no look to a swear, but it's just sometimes when you, you let them get in the open, and you know they, you both be able to take care of business and grand, and grand style. Tell us a verse, mother, in Ezekiel. And the verse tells us, but I don't know how this is going to happen. It tells us in the 36th chapter, verse number 8. Hey, mother, it tells us something in 36, verse 8. What does what do, what this mean? Got those C out in Ezekiel 36, verse 8. What does it say, Moses? 
Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 8 reads, For ye, O O mountain of Israel, ye shall shoot forth your branches and yield your fruit to my people, Israel, for they are at hand to come. What's that supposed to mean, Mo? Hey, hey, Molly, what's that supposed to mean? What you just got to read first, eh? What's that supposed to mean? Shoot both mm-hmm. my, my branches and yield your fruit to my people, Israel. It's talking about uh-huh. the word. Yeah, no, what, what, what does it say? What does it say? What else do it say? They are what? They are what? Oh, okay, wait a minute. Mm. They are at they hand to come. They are at they are hand what? to come. Oh, they at hand to come. So that means mm. some work got to be done because they at hand to come. So, I mean, Ezekiel knew that they were going to go into captivity, but he knew they were going to lose their identity rights. He's about to get to it right now. That's why people can look right at the, the picture. And all over the world, it came dark-skinned people in them slave ships with yokes of iron on it. On, and, they, and they don't even blush about it. That wasn't you. No? Who was that? Oh, that was us. That was you in the slave ship with the yokes of iron on your back? With, them, with all types of feet, feet in the back? That was you getting your back beat? That was you sold on auction blocks? That was you? Yeah. See, that's, how, that's why the cat, that's why the cat ran where the rat hole was at and first stopped at the earth to put him out on the open street, out on the open field, where he then tapped him on his head and let him just be woozy. Matter of fact, that same thing of a pig to a snake. You know what pig do? If you got problems with snakes, you know, down south know about this. You got problems with snakes, go get you a couple of pigs and put them in a pig den. And snakes come on when they go crawl all around the house and they come in the pig den, they'll bite down on the pig. And the, the pig says, I tell you what, let me turn them on my belly, bite me on my belly too. Because when they bite down on it, and get that pig juice in their head. They get dizzy. You see? They get dizzy. <laughs> and then you see them, their head be shaking. Then the pig say, huh, you got, you got my pig juice in you now? You know? And they eat, eat the snake up from the bottom all the way up to the top. See that? <laughs> Eating pig is deadlier than poison of a rattlesnake, eating pigs. And do you know you got a big organization called the, the Roman Catholic Church every New Year? You know what they eat? To bring in the New Year's not there? The big old pigs. They love them some pigs. That's the most <laughs> deadly thing to you in Israel. See? So, you know, we are we are at hand to come. But, but mother, we're at hand to come, but what got to happen for us to be at hand to come, according to verse 25 and 26. 
What got to happen, mother? That we can read. We had hand to come. Verse 25 and 26. What got to happen for us children of Israel to be at hand to come? According to verse 25 and 26, what got to happen, mother? Ezekiel chapter 25. No, Ezekiel chapter 36, 25 mm-hmm. and 26. Okay. Mm-hmm. Verse 25. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and you shall be clean from all your filthiness, and from all your idols will I clean out. Verse 26. And now, here also will I give you, and I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony mind out of your flesh, and I will give you a mind of flesh. <clears throat> and and what's supposed to happen when that happens? What's supposed to happen that we can read, Mother, in the next verse? So what we supposed to be looking for to be at hand to come? Let's see what we supposed to look for in verse twenty-seven. Verse twenty-seven, and I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk. In my statutes, and you shall keep my judgments and do them. Uh, that's how it's supposed to happen. Okay. Brother Israel, tribe of Yachta, Judah. Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. Let's get something going on there, young lion. The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12, verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit shall teach you. In the same hour, what you are to say? See, the righteous spirit do the do do the teaching. In that very same hour, and when they make statements like that, but some got to happen for these people, there, young man. Some got to happen that we can read. And Nicodemus, Nicodemus, he was um. A ruler in Israel, according to verse 10. What does verse 10 say? What was Nicodemus in the land of the southern kingdom there? Brother Makai, what was he according to verse 10? All right. We're going over to the book of St. John, chapter 3, and we want to pick it up at verse number 10. The book of St. John, chapter 3, and we pick it up at verse number 10. Verse 10 reads, Your father's not asking and said unto him, Are you a ruler of Israel and knowest not these things? If you see, he asked him a question. He said, You mean uh, you are, are you a teacher, ruler in Israel? You don't know these things? He was already saying, he, he, was, he was amazing. He said, mean, You mean you are a teacher? You're a ruler in Israel, and you don't know these things? He said, do you know what got to happen to you in verse number three? What got to happen in verse three? There, young lion. What got to happen? You mean you're a ruler and you don't know these things? Then what got to happen according to three, verse three? Verse three reads, John, St. John, chapter three, verse three. That's why the son answered and said unto him. 
Truly, truly, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of Yahweh. Ain't that something? You mean a person got to be born again to see the kingdom? He says, Nicodemus, you a ruler in Israel, you don't know these things? He's the only way you'll know these things. That means you got to be what again in your line according to verse 3 3? Have to be born again. That's a, now that's a big statement. You know, a lot of them read that, but see, the, the game changes, they never precept that. How do you be born again, uh, young line of Brother Kaya? Let's see what it says in um, Matthew chapter 18, verse 3. How do you be born again? Born again. Let's see, let's see what first thing has to happen. Matthew 18, verse 3. Let's see what, let's see what he says. The first thing got to happen. Matthew 18, verse 3. The book of Matthew, chapter 18, verse number 3. Verse 3 reads, And said, Truly I say unto you, except you be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. He said, You ain't going nowhere until, until you... I'll uh, be uh come as a little child. See, I, I know you're grown and you got all the degrees on the wall and the big dignitaries made a statement based upon that the Deuteronomy 28 talking about the Jewish people. No, you gotta be born again, and you gotta come as a little child. You don't you don't know when you when you leave a message to the six anointed camp what you're really doing. You gotta be born again because you won't make that statement if you were born again. But you gotta come as a little child, not as you with your resume. So it'll be born again there, young line. Now Peter needs to check in and see what what is this he talking about in first Peter chapter one, verse twenty three and twenty five. Let's see how you be born again. What are you talking about? Born again. He told Nicodemus, You mean you a ruler? You a master? In Israel, and you don't know these things, you got to be born again, uh, Nicodemus, to teach the southern kingdom of Israel. You must be born again. First Peter 1, 23 and 25. Brother Mackay, let's do a little roaring. Come on. All right, we're going to First Peter chapter 1 down to 3 and verse 25. First Peter chapter 1. Verse 1, 2, and 3, verse 1 reads, Peter, an apostle of Yahweh the Son, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bathina. Verse 2, Allah, uh-huh. according well, hold, to hold God. On, hold on, young man. Hold on, hold on. Uh, skip down to 1, 2, and 3 now. Uh, you, you oh, verse 22. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> But, but grab it at verse 23 and 25. I mean, that's okay. You add a little something in there. We can work with it. Verse 23 and 25 says what? <laughs> the book of First Peter, chapter 1, verse 23 and 25. Verse 23 reads, Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of Yahweh which liveth and abideth forever. Verse 25. But the word of Yahweh endureth forever. 
And this is the word which by the covenant is taught unto you. Oh, so when, when he told him you got to be born again, what was he saying there, y'all lying? Can you help those see out in the national audience or close to 900,000 strong on the international side? So when he was saying in 3-3, three, three, uh, he said, you mean I, I came in, I heard you teaching a quarter 310, but I found out something, Nicodemus, by you being a ruler in Israel, you got to be born again. What was it? What was he really saying? What was he saying according to 1, 2, and 3 and 25? What was he saying that young line? What was he really saying? Got to be born again by the word of Yahweh. Because the word do what? By the word of Yahweh. Endures forever. Hallelujah. The word endures forever. See, you got to be born again because the word it's going to uh, endure forever. That's how you're born again, by the word. And once you get this word in you, you will know until the article with the big dignitary. Just wait and, and just come on the network and show. No, Deuteronomy 28, 6, they ain't got nothing to do with you, Esau, your five sons. Now, what got something to do with you is the end-time prophecy over there in Revelation chapter 6, verse 4 and 8. That's you and him. This is talking about the children of Israel. They had a hand to come once they wake up out of what they're in, but they ain't gonna, they're going to always be the hand to come until they make some adjustment on, um, according to David, 19, verse 7 through 9, Brother Micaiah, but they got to make adjustment. You just can't be just born again and don't make proper adjustment that we can read in Psalms 19, verse 7 down to verse 9. I mean, some adjustment got to be made to be born again. That would tell Nicodemus. Now, David going to say something in the 19th chapter, verse 7 through 9. What did he say that young lion? Go to Well, to the book of Psalms, chapter 19, verse 7 down to verse number 9. Book of Psalms, chapter 19, verse 7 reads, The law of Yahweh is perfect. The mercy of the soul, the covenant of Yahweh is sure, making wise the simple. Verse 8. The laws of Yahweh are right, rejoicing the mind. The laws of Yahweh is pure, enlightening the eye. Verse 9. The fear of Yahweh is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of Yahweh are true and righteous altogether. So to be born again, to be born again, the first step, we must do what? According to 19.7-9. What's the first step for the children of Israel they must do? According to Psalms 19, verse 7, down to verse 9. What, what is the first step there, young lion? To keep the law of Yahweh.
situation is, and you guys know how to strike immediately and don't be bumming all around with this thing, you got to be able to deliver. You got to be like they talked about those that was once in the army called the minute men. They go over there and do some damage to you about a minute and go on to somebody's nature. That same thing you got to do is come down to where you are. You got to put some on it. Don't be bumming around with them. Go ahead and get them in there, cut their guts out. With the word of Yahweh, get it moving. And end time prophecy says what? Uh, young Lion, Micaiah, 14, verse 12. Let's see again, can we get a precept on what we just got through being born again? So now now we know how you be born again, because you, you got a lot of time you go to Catholic and you go to Christian church and they give, give a testimony. You know I've been born again. Huh? Oh, but since I found my Lord, I've been born again. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You just parakeeting something. That ain't got nothing to do with Scripture. Because being born again, you got to have from 1412. What does it say that young line? All right. Going to Revelation chapter 14, picking up at verse number 12. Verse 12 reads, Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the laws of Yahweh in the covenant of the Alcohol's son. Ah, so to be born again, you got to do what again, according to 14, verse 12? You got to keep the laws of Yahweh and the covenant of Yahweh's son. Oh, okay. Now, good. Now, young line, um, I asked for a definition of a word. Oh, uh, Selection by the Pope, and what 
yes, this is a yes, sir. This is an institution of the okay. This is an institution of the Catholic Church, and um, they all the members of them and a high authority is elected by the Pope itself. Mm. So, but what that word mean? They elected to do what? I mean, this word. O-P-U-S, they elected to just do what that we can read? What they elected to do by the poem? It says, uh, it doesn't really get um, too specific up in there. Let's pull up the whole thing. Okay. I got something right here. Let me open this page. Let me open this one up right here. Okay. O-P-U-S. E-I, O-P-U-S-D-E-I, and for free lecture of the Holy Cross and O-P-U-S-D-E-I, Roman Catholic lay and clerical organization whose members seek personal Christian perfection and strive to implement Christian ideals and values in their occupation and in society as a whole. It's also theologically conservative. O-P-U-S-D-E-I accepts the teaching authority of the church without question and has long been the subject of controversy. It has been accused of secrecy, cult-like practices, and political ambition. Christian, it also uh, says that the thing I want to point out here is that it states that it's Christian perfection and strives to implement Christian ideals and values in their occupations and in society in a whole. That's what I pulled up so far when I pulled up that part of the definition. This is in the one whose occupations to do that is the priest that's under the governance uh, 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 and it has been appointed by the Pope. Ah, so is, is you saying they, they is, um, they've been Appointed by the Pope to evangelize you by being a better Christian. Is 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 anyway I'm on the right track. This word right yeah. here is a word that was implemented by the Pope to tell its members this is how you gain more members by evangelizing them up under the Christian idea of things. And the word they use is what word they use again? What word they use again? Um, the word that they use here, but oh, that was another article. I had left that article. But no, no, I, I, want, I want the word that you just pulled up as a definition. Oh, spell that word if you want to pronounce it, fine. But if you want to spell that word for just the poke has implemented this word. You know, I'm, I'm, try, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work with you, young lion. You know, I'm trying to lead y'all in the right direction, but I, I just want you to kind of work with those seals a little bit. Now, we just gave you a word, and you looked at the definition of this word, and now we want to define what, what, because you got members are saying to others about this word right here. So they bring it in, uh, this word here, and we want mm-hmm. to know the definition of this word, because a Roman Catholic member might come to you and say, are you a O-P-E-S-D-E-L? And they'll say, and you will say, well, what's that supposed to mean? This was issued by the Pope, meaning that he wants you to do what? By being one of these OPUS 
Chapter 1, verse 4 through 9. 
Titus chapter 1, verse 4. To Titus, my own son, after the coming, faith, mercy, and peace from Yahweh the Father. And Yahweh, Yahweh the Son, our Savior. Verse 5. For this cause, lest I, you, increase, that you should set in order the things that are wanted, that are day elders in every city, as I had appointed you. Verse 6. If any be blameless, the husband of one wife, having faithful children, not accused of riot or unruly. Verse 7. For an elder must be blameless as the steward of Yahweh, not set will, not soon angry, not given to wine, nor striker, not given to filthy lucre. Verse 8. But a lover of hospitality, a lover of good man, sober, just, righteous, temperate. Verse 9. Hold fast the faithful word as he had been taught, that he may be able, by sound teaching, both to exhort you and to convince the gainsayers. Verse 10. For there are many unruly vain talkers and deceivers, especially day of the circumcision. Mm-hmm. Now, Brother Titus, now, can you all break that down for the night? Remember, no class tomorrow unless the class limit. But remember, you can hear the young lions tomorrow at 8 o'clock on the on pair talk. The young lions will be on there rehearsing the righteous act, you know, on pair talk, but not on blog talk radio. But pair talk, they'll be on there tomorrow at 8 o'clock, and they're going to rehearse the righteous act. And now, you just going to read, you just going to read something from one, from Titus 1, 4 to 10, I know you read it now. But what, mm-hmm. but what did you just got to read about Titus? What you just got to read? Break that down for the national audience, what you just got to read on Titus 1, 4, down to verse 10. What does it say? All right, so, you know, Titus' mission is to go and creep to get the elders in order, to get the elders right. And in every city, as he had pointed you. And then he got to be, um, they got to be blameless, a husband of one wife. So their children got to be righteous. And uh, for an elder, so an elder must be blameless. Okay, as the steward of, steward of Yahweh, being not, being not self-willed, not puffed up, not be angry, not give it to wine, nor strike not give it to any future lucre. But he got he must show hospitality. Love of good man, sober. Then he also gotta be righteous, temperate. Then he gotta hold fast the covenant, the word, as he been taught, and able to by sound teaching. And to exhort and to convince the gainsayers. So that means those who, the gainsayers, those who claim this, like an example, like we're doing now, you got gainsayers. Oh, that's not true, that, uh, it's like what we're on right now, the gainsayers. They claim to be us, but we're not claiming to be ourselves. So 
So we got to exhort the game says as well and to prevent the game says. Then you got the... In verse 10, you got you got many vain talkers. So there's many vain talkers out there too. So the elder, there were as many uh, vain talkers. It's like the um, gang says. Deceivers. You got many deceivers out here. It's like the Roman Catholic Church. And not only that, they want to claim to be you. It's like what they are now to claim to be us to do around the 28, 68. So they deceiving themselves.
The angel said something. The Holy Ghost said something to David about these people. They, they will have you look right at a picture and say, no, that's not you. That's us.
see what we, what we got here. Matthew mm-hmm. 16, 13. Let's read a little bit, Mother, and let's, let's have a dialogue together. Matthew chapter 16, verse 13. What does it say, Mother? Okay. Book of Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 reads. Matthew chapter 16, verse 13. When Yahweh the Son comes into the post of Caesarea, Mm-hmm. Now, mother, mother, mother Zia 
if they if they drag their feet here in eight twenty one of Jeremiah, I'm gonna step in there. So I'm asking mm-hmm. questions. Can I get a picture of Jeremiah, young lion? Because they mentioned Jeremiah. They, they talk long enough to give me a picture of Jer- They said some say you Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. What can we what can we read the appearance of Jeremiah? At? And Jeremiah 821. Oh, 821. All right. Well, what do we say that young lad at 
Neither should his fact now wax pale. They say, he said, I don't care how much I beat this Israelite down. One thing I'm not going to never do no more is turn the children of Israel what? Pale. Chapter 7, verse 14. 
Samuel chapter 7, verse 14, and it got okay. the name of, and, uh, verse 23. Okay, well, what does it say in 14, did it read verse 23? What does it say? Second Samuel chapter 7, verse 14. I will be as his father, and he should be my son. If he commits sin, I will check to him with the rod of man and with the strike of the children of man. Hmm. That's good. So you see, you, so you know that rod is to beat your back. You said, look here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have your back beat with that rod. That rod is to beat your back. And you know, and you know they got that, you know they, they got in slavery, you know they, they beat your back. You know, so when, when the Jewish or any of the sins of Esau says that that was them, then uh, you got no record of well, who beat your well, who beat your back then? If you are the one that got the back beat, then who beat your back? Well, who who beat your back? The Negro beat you. Who beat your back? Who <laughs> beat your back? Who did it? Who sold you on auction blocks and broke up families? Who did that? So how do you even fix your mouth to say stuff like that? You see what they do? They just say, you know, you. That's why they say you just jumped on the ship. When we came over the ship, you just ran, jumped on it. Take us away, Calvin. You see, you see what kind of teaching you get? Take us away. Who beat you back? When did we beat their back? That we could look at on the on that one I say. I can see where you you beat the children of Israel back, but this I, I can look read the picture and and I don't see what I see. No, you don't see what you see. You see that? Twenty three. Second Samuel chapter seven verse twenty three. And what nation in the earth is like your people, even like Israel? Whom Yahweh went to redeem for a people to himself, and to make him a name, and to do for you great things and terrible for your land, before your people, which you redeemed to you from Egypt, from the nation, and there false Yahweh. Hmm. See that? I ain't hear nothing about no Hebrew Israelite or about no Jew or Jewish. See? Certain things just don't add up, and soon or later you're going to be at hands to come. But back to mother again. Hey, young lion, have me, um, um, okay, have me Lamentation 1 through 10. Then I'm going to start at, then we're going to leave there and go to third chapter, verse 45, and we're going to read a little bit. We'll read 45 out of verse 50. Brother, okay, had that way, no. Now, don't get ready to read. You said back to you said back to mother again. You said what? Uh, and you want to go back? 
You want to go back before I was reading? Yeah, well, yeah, well, I'm coming back, but I thought I had something in between it. I thought I had no. something in between it. So, um, you didn't give me nothing. Was somebody holding something? Was anybody holding something? No, we just ain't never finished up that Matthew. Okay. Okay, we'll come on back, Mother. Let's um, let's, let's get a little bit more in. Because we know the young lion holding things and... And our elder, Mr. Tibbs, Israel, came on stage, so he must have great announcement coming, so we'll bring him up shortly. But now, Mother, so what did, what did we just soundly uh, proven according to 1613? What what did we just soundly take care of sixteen thirteen? Here we go, young man. What did we soundly just got you taken care of in sixteen thirteen? Uh, okay. Matthews. We went to Jeremiah eight eight twenty one. Don't mess up. What did what did we soundly taken care of in the book of Jeremiah sixteen thirteen? What did we soundly take care of? How did we bring out plainly to the precept? What did we just got to be bringing out in 1613? Yeah. Jeremiah 821. Jeremiah 821. Uh-huh. No. Yeah, my question is, but my question is, young lion, what did we just soundly just got to be taken care of according to 1613? What did we just got to be taken care of? But who is... on the table about Yahweh the son asked him a question. Who do son and man say that he is? And he's raising and he came uh-huh. out because that's one taking care of that uh 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 uh, uh that Jeremiah wanted to see it. Jeremiah yeah. still was black after that. So that's what we so, stopped off at. So that means that whoever paint his picture supposed to paint it according to what the conversation was in 1613. So, 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 to find out if somebody's not genuine, if they paint it opposite than what we just got to read in 1613. Because he talked mm-hmm. straight up in 1613, and mm-hmm. we showed you that you cannot make it, you cannot make Louis Armstrong, you can't mm-hmm. make mm-hmm. taking. Louis Armstrong for Donald Trump. You can never make that. Oh, who was that? Was who was that in that seat? If it's Louis Armstrong sitting there, you compare to Donald Trump. You can't do it. Right. You not. Right. You can't make that comparison. Is that right? Yahweh. Yahweh. But Yahweh the Star was compared to Jeremiah. Which is black. So they draw a picture. Of Yahweh the Son, they supposed to use the image of Jeremiah, right? Not, yeah. not Donald Trump. So if we see that you putting Donald Trump as the picture of Yahweh the Son, then we know you're not genuine. That means we know then and there you you're not coming clean. Mm-hmm. And just like the big dignitaries mm-hmm. say. That's not your 
and then the young lion pull a pitch up and say, wait, it look like us. Oh, no, that's not y'all on there. That's us on there. I see. You teach, you teach that? You see that? You teach that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The slave ships, the one that got their back beat, it was you. Bitch. Not Louis Armstrong uh, with the horn playing descendants. Oh, that was uh, Donald Trump and said this one. They got their back beat. You see that? You see what they do? And, and, and mm-hmm. you go to the Vatican City. Everywhere you look, if, if somebody looks like Donald Trump, image. Are you, are, you, are you still going for that? You still going for that? And the Bible is screaming at you. That's wrong. And he says what he'll never do is have no member of the children of Israel pale red according to 29-22 of Isaiah. He's mm-hmm. I'm going to beat you back. I'm going to beat you back because you low down. But one thing I'm not going to do, I'm not going to have no member of the children of Israel pale red with a blood showing through his skin. And, and you still can't, and you still ain't thinking that out yet? What we gonna do? Come back, mother. Let's, let's read a couple of verses, mother. Then we we'll get our head over there. Mm-hmm. You on the uh, sixteen thirteen? Now, hey, hey, mother. You on? You on? Sixteen thirteen. Now we going to verse fourteen and fifteen. What is saying? Matthew sixteen fourteen and fifteen. What is it that, mother? Okay, the book of Matthew chapter sixteen. 14 and 15. Okay, Matthew 16, verse 14. And they said, one, and they said, one say that thou art John the Baptist from Elijah, and others Jeremiah, one of the seals. Verse 15. He said unto them, but who say you that I am? Mm-hmm. Right, keep, keep, keep yeah, keep and Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Yahweh, the son of the living Yahweh the Father. Okay. And Yahweh the Son answered and said unto him, Blessed are thou, Jonah, for blood and blood not reveal it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Mm-hmm. Verse 18. And I say uh-huh. also, And I say uh-huh. also of thee that thou uh-huh. art people, and upon this rock uh-huh. I will build my church, my congregation, uh-huh. and the okay. gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Okay, good. Now, now, hold on, hold on, hold on. What I want is, what I want is eighteen. Now. Now, the secular world would say, when you read verse 18, would you read 
verse 18, just like it is. Now, we want to put ourselves over there in the Vatican City. Wrong. Now, what is you What is you getting ready? Read that verse again, 18. Now, we're going to put ourselves in. You know how the young lion, hold on, hold on, hold on, Moses. The young lion, he, um, he, he pulled a picture up. The young lion pulled a picture up and says, the people off in the slave ships are the children of Israel. They are colored people. But the big dignitary from from um, from New York says, no, that's not you in that slave ship. That's us in there. Mm-hmm. Isn't <laughs> that's not you. I said, but we look at the picture. It says it's me. I mean, you mean probably look at the picture. Is that not me? No. That's not you in the slave. You can't read Deuteronomy 28 and say that's y'all. Not the black Hebrew Israelites. That is the Jewish people. On the ships? Yeah. <laughs> you see what it is? Mm-hmm. I said, you, just like when you go to the Vatican City, you see every picture from the Vatican City on every big signature Bible, pale red. And do you say, that's what you're teaching here? And I'm paying you tithes, free will office for this? I mean, you just can sit there and put pictures that contrary to 1613 and tell me to believe this? See, that's what I'm telling you. That's where that verse meant you at hand to come. Now, this verse you're reading in verse 18, what do the world say about verse 18? And this is what the Catholic Church said. Peter, on this rock, we're going to build our church, saying Peter is the rock. Is that what they say? Mm-hmm. Is that what they're teaching him? Can anybody help me out? Is that what they teach? Oh, they teach. But, but according to Scripture, is Peter the, because they'll tell you in a minute, the cafeteria tell you right now, Peter got the keys. On this rock, we build our church upon the Peter. Peter's the first pope of Rome. On this rock, we build our church. Peter is the rock. He'll say so when you read the Bible. I mean, Catholic Church have billions of members. That, I said, that's what you teach? What can we read if Peter the Rock, what do we go in the Bible and debunk it with a sharp knife? Where, where do we go, young lion? Can you, I'm nervous. So, Sam, I want to know, read again, Mother, verse 18. Then I want to I want to have me about three four good hits showing that is that true or is that debunked that we can read. I want to hear a lot of talking. I want to hear some I I hear you mostly mostly and already do three four scriptures out already. So okay good. But read the verse one more time, mother, and and read the way you see it, and I want to see who debunked it through scripture. 1618. Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. And I say also unto thee, 
that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. Now let's go. Now let's go to work. Now let's go to work, young lion. Let's, let's go. Let's, let's go to work now. On this rock, Peter is the rock. In the Catholic Church, say Peter is the rock. Do the Bible support it? Can we go right there and start taking care of business? Our mother Eve already dropped. We might well read mother Eve verses. Uh, mother Eve dropped twenty-two, second Samuel twenty-two, thirty-two. What that say? And forty-seven. Let's see what tomorrow. Tomorrow, a young lion. Will y'all break out and, and put Mother Z's uh, hits on the table real quick? Second Samuel, thirty-two, and verse number forty-seven. What does it say? Come on, young lion. All right, Second Samuel, chapter thirty-two, verse forty-seven. Second Samuel, chapter thirty-two. Verse 47. 22. Your 22, 22 verse 47. 22. 22, 32. 22, 32. Mother Z said 22, 32. Verse 47, 2 Samuel 22, verse 32. But well, who is Yahweh? Save Yahweh. And who is the rock? Save our Yahweh. <laughs> verse 47, Yahweh liveth. Verse 47, Yahweh liveth. And blessed be my rock. And exalted be the Yahweh of the rock of my salvation. <laughs> you see what Mother Zee just put on the table? So, so, according to Scripture, who is the rock according to Scripture? Yahweh the rock. Yahweh the rock. Oh. So, but they say Peter is the rock. Not according to Scripture. Peter's not the rock. Because you read a name called Cephas means the rock according to you. You don't want to give him that Greek name called Cephas. Cephas means a rock. No, but Peter not the rock. He said on this rock. Matter of fact, he, matter of fact, if we really got into it, he called Peter, get behind me, saying, because you got, you got emotional. So mm-hmm. a rock don't never change. A rock is the same way. You look at a rock today, and that same rock will be the same way. Every time you see it, say, rock, that was got a lot of strong saying. So who is the rock according to what we read here in verse number 22? 32 and 47. That's only what Mother Z gave. But now, I'm going to throw one in. 22 verse 3. I'm going to throw one in. I'm going to throw one in. I'm going to see what the young lions do. Now, let me throw one in. 22 verse 3. Come on, young lions. Let me throw one in. All right. 2 Samuel 22 verse 3. 2 and 3. Yeah, I'm going to throw one in. Verse 2 and 3. Yes, sir. Two and three. Second Samuel chapter twenty two, verse two and verse three. Second Samuel chapter twenty two, verse two. And he said, Yahweh is my rock, 
and my fortress and my deliverer. Verse 3. Yahweh my rock, and him will I trust. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower, my refuge, my savior. You saved me from violence. Uh, so, according to the fear, who is the rock? Yahweh. Yahweh is the rock. Yahweh is the rock. So, but the, the the Roman Catholic Church said Peter is the rock. He got the key. But of course, now, now young lines, what, what y'all gonna give me? Now, I what y'all it. gonna give me to add on to over here? Now mother, now mother Zeal threw us in already. And now that we found this rock, we know Peter can't give you no salvation. He can teach you this good stuff. So I tell you what, I throw I throw one in. Myself again in Psalm 18, verse 13, 31, and 46. Let me let me throw one in. Here we gonna see what a young lion's gonna do behind this. I'm going to the Book of Psalms. I'm gonna let the Holy Ghost come talk to David. Let's see what he says, young lions in the 18th chapter, verse 13, 31, and 46. What do you say, that young lion? I'm right, going to Psalm chapter 18, verse 13, 31, and 46. Psalm chapter 18, verse 13. Psalm chapter 18, says Psalm chapter 18, verse 13. Verse <laughs> 13. Well, you know, you know, you know what it says in uh, 15, 15. Like most say, it's not what I say. I mean, well, like I said, you got to line up. It's not, don't blindly. You got to be lined up with uh, Acts 15, 15, to call a Mother Z. Mother Z tell you plainly, you know this. You ain't reading no book. Hey, I put the eyeball on you. Read some book. So now you, when you're looking at 1813, either you see it there or you don't see it there. Same thing you read about that picture. That's not y'all on that picture. That's us on the picture. Matthews 18.13, if you don't see it in there, you don't supposed to read it if you don't see it in there. Right. When you get 31, if you don't see it in there, you don't read it if it's not in there. If you get to, When you get to the 46th chapter, if you don't see it in there, you don't read it in there. Hallelujah. Now, right. you follow the seal because as it is written, if as it's it not written. there, you don't read it out of there. I'm going to Psalm chapter 18. I'm going to pick it up at verse 31 and 46. I see it in there, verse 31 and 46. Psalm chapter 18, verse 31. For who is Yahweh? Save Yahweh. Or who is the rock? Save our Yahweh. Verse 46. Yahweh liveth, and blessed be my rock. And let Yahweh of my salvation be exalted. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Got, uh, that was uh, 31 and 46? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what, what you working with, uh, Brother What you working with? I got well, I got some. I got uh, Deuteronomy 32, verse 3 and 4, and I got Psalm 18, verse number 2. Okay, you got 18, too? Okay. Yeah, I got 18, too. I'm going to Deuteronomy it. chapter 32, verse 3 and 4 first. Then I'm going to swing over there to Psalms 18, verse 2. Book of Deuteronomy chapter okay. 32. Book of Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse. Uh, 18, I mean, verse uh, 3 and 4, verse 3 reads, Because I will publish the name of Yahweh, describe you greatness unto our Yahweh. Verse 4, he is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are judged. And Yahweh truth and without sin, just and right he is, is he. And I got uh, Psalm 118, verse uh, number 2. Psalm chapter 18, verse 2 reads, The Yahweh is my rock and my force and my deliverance. My Yahweh, my strength, in okay. whom I would trust. My buckler mm-hmm. and the horn of my salvation and my high child. Mm-hmm. Hey, give me a, give me a 28, verse 7 and 9. If you don't see it, then uh, you don't see it. If you, if you look down and don't see it, you don't take off unless you see it. And Psalms 28, verse 7 and 9, what does it say? Okay. Brother Micaiah, what's it say in Psalms yeah, 28, can... verse 7 and 9? Now, you just don't just blindly read a verse unless you see it. I mean, I mean you have to look down and see it to read it. You don't read it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Uh, if you don't see it, I can't go with it. That's the same thing we kind of tell you. If you don't well, see it, don't go with it. Why do you keep going with something you don't see? <laughs> you Why? said you don't see it. Don't read Why it. Why you keep following that? <laughs> Stop doing that, uh, Mass Norton. Why are you following statues? You don't even do it all right. Psalms twenty eight, seven and nine. Okay. Uh I don't see. It. I ain't gonna read. That's right. If you if you don't see it, you don't go with it. You can't just look at a person because he's talking smack to you smoothly and you ain't any you ain't reading it. You're like he's gonna tell us about the picture. That's not you on this on them ships, that's us on the ship. How can you say that, Mr. Big Digger Terry? How could you say that? Um it's 28 
because they got billions of members? That's wrong. <laughs> if you don't fit, you can't go with it. I can't go with this. You the replacement. You are the bigger. You are the replacement. I can't read what the sinners of Esau, which is you are, pale or red, is the replacement for anybody. I can't read it out the Bible. Why would I go with this? Fancy, I'm trying to tell you now. You don't go with nothing unless you can read it. Now, in the book of Psalm 106, verse 4, do you see it? You go with it or you don't see it. Which one? You don't just jump at it unless you see it. 106, verse 4, says what? Come on, y'all uh, you, said, you said 106, verse 4, right? Psalm 106, verse 4. All right. Man. Hey, you got to be an Acts 15, 15, as it is written. That's right. So what about this 106, verse 4? What about Psalm 106, verse 4? <laughs> hey, Psalms 106, verse 4, Acts 15, 15, yeah. as it is written. Do, do you see it there? Okay. Agree with the seer as it is great. Okay. Yeah. So, according to 106 verse 4, you, you, you're you not going with what the seer is saying, is it? I'm going with four. as it is great. We looking for the rock. Okay. They go with the seer as it is great. Okay. You know, and, 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 and I like that. And that's the point we make it. Why would you go with something knowing you're looking right in your Bible and you don't see it? But you study agreeing with it and you're giving out a standing ovation and a clap and clapping the hands. And you ain't seeing nothing. <laughs> you can't do that. You're going to lose your blessing by doing things like that. If you, if you can't if you don't see it in the Bible where you can read it, stop going with it. And that's the same thing. Now, how can you be at hand to come and tell you? If you're going to a worship place and everything you seeing in the Bible you don't see it there in presence, you got to get out of there. You can't keep on contributing stuff that's not correct. Sunday is the wrong day. Verse 15, greet with the seer as it is written. 
And we're looking for Rock, and Rock is now reading 149, verse 4. You see that? Now, see, that's what I'm talking about. See, that's what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. You got your Bible. You got your hand on your wallet. You know, and you and you see the man just reading something that is not in the Bible nowhere. Wrong day. Walking around with garments on with no fringes on. They're doing everything contrary to the Bible, and you support that. That's wrong. They're going to get you cut off. Yeah, 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 to it, and, uh, enough. 
If I can't read, I ain't going to help us tell. Whether you got to tell us national orders, you're on the clock, take your time. The world listening, come out. Well, once again, we thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast, uh, Mother Sian, and Yaquan, bless you. And there's been a few things happening. Uh, sometimes when you think you're doing things that is appealing in Yaquan's eyesight, you really do have to think about it. I had to run and help somebody in the midst of the evening. It took me hours to get there, on, I guess in Aurora somewhere, to help a friend of mine I had trained to be a fruitful person in the field of electronics. It's kind of stopped on me. Now, after I did this, a wise man told me. He says, well, Elder Tibbs, that's in the verse what you did. That's in uh, Sharak 6, verse number 7. And I read number 7. It says, if thou would get it for friend, fool him first and be not hasty to credit him. And we'll throw 8 in there. And 8 says, for some man is a friend for his own occasion and will not buy it abide in the day of trouble. Well, that was a friend that had trouble. And I reached my hand out to help him in the most righteous way. He was most appreciative. And also, that had been done to myself a few years ago. He reached his hand out to me. And this is what we do in this ministry. Each and every broadcast, we reach out and help to guide you through these dark times of bad teaching. Loud bump the gums to get you to look the wrong way for righteous learning and Christianity. This is why we welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Rockwise Ministry. It comes to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost, about Yahweh's Word. And as you just saw, learning how to connect the books. Your health, foods you should eat, and keep in the Sabbath days. And this is all done because you have not. The information that you came to seek is now found in the voices of the Jerusalemites, Tribe of Yadah. We're open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Having no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. Now, as I mentioned, we do have a Sabbath class. And the top part of the Sabbath is Friday. The current time of that class starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. Temple class starts at 12 p.m. And the online class starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members decide to leave. And that brings up another point. Because it appears that we do have a commitment from Lee Cummins on this coming Saturday. And that's going to be on the 25th. He's going to appear at I-205 Sabbath class, in which I will seriously accompany him to make sure he's here this time. So all those questions, as I said, that the members may have for Lee Cummins, keep them handy, where you may ask the man himself. And as I was saying, we also have a website address. And to use this, open up any search engine, enter that, trybeyonddoubt.com. And when you click enter, look for the choices. One will be ties and offerings. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. Now, on any other device, you probably might see menu. But after clicking that, again, you'll see choices. 
still choose the tithe of all, and doing so, remember what it says in the book of Psalms, which I remember mentioned many times before. In the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7 and verse 8, it says, 7, Give unto the aqua your goodness of the people. Give unto the aqua glory and strength. 8, Give unto the aqua the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you do this, to remember that Yaquan loves a cheerful giver. And also, donations is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and once again mentioned in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you Thus Says Yaquan alive. Also, for building a school. Uh, as you can see by the corrections that we make of many ministry statements, that school is very well needed. A banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health foods. We continue to speak of on this program. Hallelujah. We even have a calendar. That calendar is there to keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program. That feature's available during live broadcast time. Just enter three words to get there, Yaqua Radio Live. And after you click enter, look for Voices of the Truthalites, drive your head up, and click the red live button as soon as it appears. You'll be right into our live online broadcast. We also have two email addresses that the listening members can use. The first is tribegabda at gmail.com. The other is yadaisrael at gmail.com. This is for writing and written opinions and questions of a biblical subject answered or related topics. Also, we have a few numbers you can call with the Aqua in mind. The first is our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This would be our international number where you can call and leave a message on those scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by anyone with six and nine camps of Yaquah's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. You'll only hear that discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also, by calling this number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel. Just make sure we get the correct name and a correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact us here via email, phone, or text before a broadcast or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, Cigar Man, and answering many memos that most of us have seen, and even now, the Latter-day Saints. So please use that international line of 224-600-5579. And if that question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you will only hear that discouraging dial tone. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of our program, you can catch the entire show today at 9.15 p.m., except Fridays. Remember, that is repeated. That day is repeated after 10.30. Just enter three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And once again, look for Voices of the Truth Tribe of Yadda. Just choose the program that you're late logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. 
And so we can get back to listening to those words of Yahweh. We're going to pass our program back to our senior Israel and say, Hallelujah, Yahweh. All right, I held on Mr. Kev's Israel. Hallelujah, Yahweh. That was excellent. All right, I'm going to speak with my mother, Mother Z. Because see, Mother Z, she'll tell you like it is. Yeah, that sounds pretty good, but we're not reading none of that. See, you just don't break out reading. You have to just. See, you just, it is like putting a bag over your head, Dan. You say, I'm going to get by the 18-wheel and just drive. And you know it would be on a minute or two before you're running something. That's the same thing. You just don't jump down and read now that you know what you're reading. That's where the study come in with the broadcast come on tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Well, not on this broadcast, but on Pantone. It's to get you prepared for those that will look at you and say, why are you reading Deuteronomy 28? That's not talking about you that was in ships. That's talking about us Jewish people. Huh? That's talking about us Jewish people. You mean by looking at <laughs> right the picture, it's talking about you Jewish people, the sins of Esau, the pale red man? Yes. See that? All right. Time to be the best part of the broadcast on Taylor Mother Z. Mm-hmm. And Mother, Mother Z going to address this national audience close to 900,000 strong. I'm saying, Mother Z, tribe of Judah, one of the mothers out of Camp 1. Y'all quite busy that seed, right? Yeah, well, bless and keep you seal, Israel, of royal seed. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Mother Z. Well, Mother Z, you hear him? They're getting on out there now, so I don't know. So whatever you got to tell this national audience, the flow is yours. I'm going to grab back and drink me a little of um, a little of bean soup while you uh, do the part that the Almighty gave you. You want to clap Okay, I'm going to read in um, a Numbers chapter 20. I'm going to start reading at verse 8. Take heed. Take heed the rod and gather you the assembly together. Thus and Aaron, thy brother, and speak, speak ye unto the rock before the their eyes, their eyes, and it shall give give both. Give both his his water, and thus shall bring both to them water out of the rock. So thus shall give the congregation and and they'll they'll. Beast drank, verse nine, and Moses and Moses took the rod from before the Yahweh as he commanded him, and Moses, verse ten, and Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock and. He said unto them, Hear now ye 
rebellion must we face face you water out of the rock verse 11 and Moses looked up his hand and and with his rod he smite the rock twice and the water came out abundantly and the congregation drank and they and the beast also verse 12 and the Yahweh spoke unto Moses and Aaron because he delivered me because he believed me not to sacrifice me in the eyes of the children of Israel therefore he shall not bring this congregation into the land which I have given them. This is the water of I don't know that word him because the children of Israel stalked with as with the Yahweh and he was sacrificed. Verse 13. Let me read that. This is the water of Miriam because the children of Israel stalked with the Yahweh and he was sanctified in them verse 14 and Moses sent messages from Kadesh unto the king of Esau and his five sons thus said thou brother Israel thus know all the traveling prevail that as the fall of, and I'm going to say, Hallelujah. Ezekiel 
to turn to the 20th chapter, verse 12, 15, and 20. Uh, hey, young lines, be prepared to uh, step in there. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel 20, verse 12, 15, and 20. Hey, Mother E, what, that, what is that talking about after you read it? Ezekiel 20, verse 12, 15, and 20. What you talking about? Come on. Ezekiel chapter 12, verse 12. Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 12, 15, and 20. Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 12. Moreover, also I gave them my Sabbath to be a sign between me and them, that they might know that I am Yahweh that sanctified them. Verse 15. Yet also I lifted up my hand unto them in the wilderness, that I would not bring them unto the land which I had given them, flowing with milk and honey, which is the greatest of all lands. Verse 20. And hollow my Sabbath, and they shall be a sign between me and you, that you may know that I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh. Mm. Okay.
So he's saying he did not bring into that land the greatest of all lands. Uh-huh. So the, so the greatest of all lands is not the Vatican City of Rome, is it? No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> no. So verse 20. Come on, Mother, give me verse 20 to close the statement. Verse 20. What, what's that talking okay. about? Verse 20 said that the savages of fine, the savages shall be a sign between Yahweh and the children of Israel. Hallelujah. Okay. And, and, and what time is the Sabbath day, Mother? What time is that? When the sun goes down on Friday and into the sun goes down on Saturday. Hallelujah. That, that's, that's the Sabbath day sign, right? Right. So now, we look right at this verse and see that's the Sabbath day sign, and we'll ignore that verse and we'll be somewhere in the, in the Roman Catholic Church on Sunday morning at 9 o'clock to 12 o'clock. You see what we do? And we'll ignore what the Bible says to And you'll be right there in a Roman Catholic Church or the Christian Church on Sunday with a Bible in your hand. And, and ignore what the Bible's saying because he's standing before you on Sunday, the first day of the week, the day of the sun. You see what we do? So you see, you know, that's what we do. And it's like, that's why the, the big dignitary going to tell me that, that the people's over there in that boat, they, that's not you. That's us. You can't use Deuteronomy 28.68. That ain't talking about you. I'm talking about us. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I, that's the same thing we do every wrong day of the week of worship. Look at the rest of the Bible, see, we're on the wrong day, and we still hook by the sink all in the middle of it. Okay. All right, Mother Close, then you're on the clock. Come on. Thank you, praising you all for the class. Thank you, praising you all for being in the class. Uh, thank you and praise y'all for one that's in the class. And I'd just like to say to the listening audience, Israel, hold on, don't give up. Hallelujah. chapter 1, verse 1 down to verse 10. Lamentations, chapter 1, verse 1. How do the city set solitary that was full of people? How is she become as a widow? She that was great among the nations and princes among the province. How is she become tributary? Verse 2. 
She weepeth sore in the night, and her tears are on her cheeks. Among all her lovers, she had none to comfort her. All her friends have dealt treacherously with her. They are become her enemy. Verse 3. Judah is gone into captivity because of affliction and because of great servitude. She dwelt among the nations. She finding no rest. All her persecutors overtook her between the straits. Verse 4. The ways of Judah do more because none comes to the Solomon's feet. All her gates are desolate. Her priest signs. Her virgins are afflicted. She is in bitterness. Verse 5. Her adversaries are the chief. Her enemies prosper. Yahweh has afflicted her for the multitude of her sins. Her children are gone into captivity before the enemy. Verse 6. And from the daughter of Judah, all her beauty is departed. Her princes are become like hearts that find no passion, and they that are gone without strength before the persuader. Verse 7. Judah remembered in the days of her affliction and of her misery all her pleasant things that she had in the days of old when her people fell into the hand of the enemy and none did help her. The adversary saw her and did mock at her status. Verse 8. Judah had grievously sinned, therefore she is removed. All that honored her despised her because they have seen her nakedness. Yea, she sighed and turned back. Verse 9. Her filthiness is in her skirt. She remembered not her last end. Therefore, she came down wonderfully. She had no comfort. O Yahweh, behold, my affliction, for the enemy had magnified himself. Verse 10. The adversary has spread out his hand upon all her pleasant things. She had seen that the nations entered to the temple, whom they did command. They should not enter to your congregation. Mm-hmm. What the, what that talking about, young line? With Brother Mackay listening real careful. What that talking about? You just got to read. Work. One, I know you read it, but what what you just got through reading in one through ten there? Can you summarize that what you just got through reading there? You online? So it's, it's talking about us, Judah. That it's telling that the other the nations they gonna mock, they gonna mock us. Once we once we in captivity, once we in captivity now, said that other nations they go um. Our enemy, they're going to mock our, our Sabbath. That I means we're going to uh, put down what we had on the table put the, and pick up what they got on the table, which is uh, they sat. They're going to mock our Sabbath, which is... Um, uh-huh. but, um, but according to the verse, uh, why why is this to happen? Why? why uh, can you tell me? Okay, we, we're clear what they're going to do. 
Chapter 1, verse 5. Her adversaries are the chief, her enemies prosper, for Yahweh had afflicted her for the multitude of her sins. Her children are going into captivity before the enemy. Well, I think you're upset. 
because that's yeah, what well. we know that we following the right road. But we'll go yeah, well. on the wrong day, pay tithes on the wrong day. We do everything on the wrong day and expect to get something right done out of wrong. Don't make no sense. Young Lion, close that and kick your time that you're on the clock. Come on there, Brother Titus. Hallelujah. I'm going to uh, the Isaiah. I'm going to Isaiah 48. Isaiah 48. Verse 17 and 18. Isaiah 48, verse 17. Thus said Yahweh, your Redeemer, the righteous one of Israel. I am Yahweh, your Yahweh, which teaches you, you to profit, which leads you by the way that you should go. Verse 18. Oh, that you have. Hearken, listen to my law. Then has your peace been as the river and your righteousness as the waves of the sea. Hallelujah. 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 We know you're holding that um, success verse, but can you give me Jeremiah 51, verse 6, and give me 45 to read a little bit. And I'm going to ask you a question after you take a look at Jeremiah 51, verse 6. Read 6 to 8, and I'm going to ask you something there, Brother Micaiah. I'm going to ask you something that's written in Jeremiah 51, 6 to 8, after you read what it says. Okay. Book of Jeremiah, chapter 51, verse 6, down to verse 8. Verse 6 reads, Flee out of the midst of Babylon, and deliver every man his soul. Be not cut off in her sin, for this is the time of Yahweh's vengeance. He will render unto her recompense. Verse 7. Babylon had been a golden cup in Yahweh's hand and made all the earth drunk. The nations have drunken of her wine. Therefore, the nations are mad. Verse 8. Babylon is suddenly fallen and destroyed. How for her? Take balm for her pain. If so be, she may be healed. <clears throat> Get down to verse 45, read a little bit. Get down to 45, verse, read a little bit. 45, read. Oh. All right. The book, of, the book of Jeremiah. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 51, verse 45. Verse 45, read. My people go, my people, go you out of the midst of her and deliver you every man his soul from the fierce anger of Yahweh. 46. And lead your mind faint, and you fear for the rumor that shall be heard in the land. A rumor shall both come one year, and after that in another year shall come a rumor and violence in the land, ruler against ruler. Verse 47. Therefore, behold, the days come that I will do judgment upon the graven images of Babylon. And her whole land 
shall be confounded, and all her slain shall fall in the midst of her. Verse 48. Then the heaven and the earth and all that is therein shall sing for Babylon, for the spoiler shall come unto her from the north, says the Yahweh. Verse 49. As Babylon hath caused the slain of Israel to fall, so as Babylon shall fall, the slain of all the earth. Verse 50. Mm-hmm. You have... That's mm-hmm. good. That's good. That's good for time's sake. So what is he talking about there? What is he talking about there, uh, young lion, Brother Micaiah? What, what is he talking about there? He said, now, not only that, he said, I'm going to bring them from the north mm-hmm. to take out Babylon. What Babylon is he going to, he going to get all them nations together from the north and they can come and take out Babylon? Huh? What is, what is he talking about? What is Jeremiah prophesying that young man? He didn't get them first two deep. All right. Young man, what, what, what is he talking about? Well, he's talking about uh, Babylon, the things are uh, going to come upon um, Babylon, and it's going to be, uh, he's saying that it's going to be a rumor that it's going to be a time for the people to flee from the land. But he's also made a, a statement that he did say that um, because they had caused the slain of Israel to, to fall. So Babylon to fall. Okay, the book of Revelation, 
chapter 17, verse 16. Verse 16 reads, And the ten horns which you saw upon the beast, these shall hate the horse, and shall make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. Hey, that You mean the same one you sit around the United Nations and UN with and break bread and talk about how you can deliver the children of Israel up? You have them same nations. You can put a spirit on them, the same nation come and deliver you up. That's the power of our mind. Mm-hmm. You got all this code in this book, and you refuse to get behind the six anointed camps, and we let you know what the book saying. You refuse to leave them Sundays, Lord, alone. Young Lion, whatever you got to say behind that is all yours. Catch your wins tonight at 6 o'clock. You're on the clock. Come on. Okay. And let's go chop down and read who the ten horns are in uh, Revelation chapter 17, verse number uh, uh, verse number uh, 12. He says, And the ten horns which you saw is our ten kings, which have received no kingdom as yet, but received powers as kings one hour with the beast. These ten horns will be uh, these uh, ten different kings from coming from the north will come and take down this horse. So I'm along. Europeans come and mock it. The UN. The, the, that's what it is. The UN. The European come and mock it. They're going to get together and they're going to deliver her up. They're going to deliver United States of America up. That is what they're in. In, in plainly sight. But we know we, we're not going to pay it no never mind. Young line is all yours. We we'll catch your wins tonight. I'm through with it. Come on. Thank you, Yahweh, for another blessed day to read his word. Thank you, Yahweh, for the opportunity to meet the seer Israel. Oh, see what? Thank you, Yahweh, for a wife and children to be able to keep in the word of Yahweh. Thank you, Yahweh, for the elders and mothers, the mothers and sisters, and the teachers, and all the teachers know the town. Thank you, Yahweh, for bringing the 12 tribes of Israel back on one accord in the name of Yahweh the Father and Yahweh the Yahweh the Son. I want to read the book of uh, Romans. Chapter 9, verse 4 reads, Who are Israelites, to whom pertain the adoption and the glory and the covenant and the giving of the law for the service of Yahweh in the promise. Hallelujah. 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 You know, it's amazing, and that's why we got to be very careful. 